Hey everyone, welcome back to the Quo Vadis podcast, the Catholic podcast that helps you to begin with the end in mind. Now, uh, full disclosure happening here, uh, Father Mark, my usual podcasting partner, is not with me today. He is actually on vacation. So, today I'm calling a bonus episode. Now, full disclosure, again, I did intend last week to mention that Father, we wouldn't be uh, releasing an episode this week because Father Mark is on vacation. However, much to my own uh, dismay and then through mea culpa, through my own fault, I forgot to mention that. So as a way of trying to extend the olive branch as you're wondering why the heck this isn't popping up in your uh, podcast subscription feed this week, I decided to do a very quick bonus episode by myself. So here I am in our studio on my own, and it's like speaking into an empty void. It's very odd speaking to yourself with no one around, with no one to kind of banter with. It's just me, and I feel like I'm going to ramble. So I'm just going to go ahead and jump right into this, lest I do ramble. We are obviously in a new year. A lot of us um, felt a great sense of relief as the new year came upon us because of everything that's happened so far and uh, it happened in 2020. However, I do think that um, we can kind of use this new year opportunity to jumpstart our faith a little bit. So here's a very brief reflection I wanted to offer for all of you. In the new year, it's very common for people to look at their goals, to look at where they are, where they've been, and where they want to go. Obviously, a very common new year resolution, if you will, to make is to lose some weight, to be more financially stable. You take a look at what you have and you say, I want to get better at these couple of things. So this podcast has always been from the very beginning to help you keep the end in mind. Now, if you go back to one of the first episodes, we break that open. The end is being our holiness. The end is our holiness. That is the universal vocation of the church. In other words, where all of us should be going is toward God, is to be one with him. That's the goal. So your particular vocation is how God intends to save you in a unique way. What he desires for us so that we can come to share in his divine life. This can cause considerable stress, especially to those who just really are not sure what God's calling them to do. I would offer you this time to take a step back, to look at where you've been, to look at where you are, and then to look at where you want to go. Don't overcomplicate this process. It is complicated. I don't want to undersell it. We also don't want to fall into the trap of overthinking. If you're like me, when it comes to your vocation, sometimes you can overthink those kinds of things. And you can spend time in a nebulous wondering as opposed to being so closely united to God that he just moves in and through your heart. That every move you, that every move you take is, is God's. You don't have to think twice about whether or not this is what God wants you to do because you are so closely connected to him that you are taking those proper steps to ensure that everything you do is in accord with what God desires for you to do. Now, 
this whole reflection actually came out of a very simple prayer that um, I want to share with you guys today. So it's based on a prayer written by Thomas Merton, who is a 20th century American monk. He wrote some of the most influential spiritual texts of our time, and I really encourage you to go and read some of these texts if you ever get a chance, because he's a great writer. He wrote books such as The Sign of Jonas, New Seeds of Contemplation, Thoughts in Solitude, and probably one of the most well-known works is, is The Seven-Story Mountain. Now, a friend of mine, a former colleague over at Roncalli, introduced me to Thomas Merton, and specifically that a prayer that Thomas Merton wrote um, that's found in, in his text, Thoughts in Solitude. And I want to share that with all of you today, because I do think that it is a prayer that I have found particularly helpful in my own spiritual journey, and one that I would often turn to and also encourage other people to incorporate into their repertoire of prayer. So without trying to drag this out too much, I want to pray this prayer and I want you to pray it with me. And then I just want to talk about it briefly with all of you um, to keep this episode nice and short. So let's go ahead and pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. My Lord God, I have no idea where I am going. I do not see the road ahead of me. I cannot know for certain where it will end, nor do I really know myself. And the fact that I think that I'm following your will does not mean that I'm actually doing so. But I believe that the desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I have that desire in all that I'm doing. I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. And I know that if I do this, you will lead me by the right road, though I may know nothing about it. Therefore, will I trust you always. Though I may seem to be lost and in the shadow of death, I will not fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Every time I read that prayer, I am struck by his ability to feel my anxiety when it comes to doing God's will but also the amount of peace that comes from an implicit trust in God, knowing that if I come to know him, he will gently, patiently, intently keep me on the right road on this pilgrimage that we call life. Because that's what life is. It's a pilgrimage. It's not supposed to be something that we revel in now and always. It's supposed to be a journey with which we go toward God, go toward heaven being our end. So we must be thoughtful, attentive, docile. We must also have a deep desire to do what God wants us to do. If you feel like you're struggling in your prayer life, you're struggling to know your vocation, start there. Lord, I want to do what you want me to do and you have to really mean that you know it can't be like a a tongue-in-cheek I want to do what you want me to do but only if what you want me to do is what I want to do (laughs) because that's not really a prayer then right we're trying to like we're we're trying to twist God's mind we're trying to make him conform to us to our will and that's never ever founded in anything in in valid spirituality ever is rather about us conforming to who God is, to what he desires for our life. But part of that 
then we have to then trust the person that we are conforming our lives toward. You have to believe truly in your heart of hearts that the things that God wants to give you are good things. Maybe not the way you'd always see them as being good or in the moment might not feel good, but it is good because it is in some way leading you toward the heart of God or in some way purifying you so you can better know who God is. It's not an easy journey. It's not an easy thing to do, but it is a necessary thing for us to do. And that prayer reflects that beautifully because you're saying to him, I don't really know where I'm going. I don't know what your will is. And I I think I'm doing something that your will is, but maybe it's not what your will is. But again, that line that he says there, but I believe that a desire to please you does in fact please you. And I hope that I'm doing, I hope that I have that desire in all that I'm doing. And I hope that I will never do anything apart from that desire. It's just dripping with words of love, of true trust, of giving one's whole self to God, knowing that it is with him we will find the happiness and the end that our hearts truly long for. So as this year begins, as we jump into 2021, make that your prayer. Make it a point of personal growth. The mo- one of the, the most important personal growth that will happen all year is not going to be your waistline. Is not going to be your bank account. It is going to be how much you love the Lord. When the clock strikes midnight and we enter 2022, are you going to be in the same spiritual place you were when the clock struck midnight and we got into 2021? I hope not. I hope you grow. I hope you take time to make that personal growth and holiness. I hope that you make those decisions right now. If you haven't been to confession in a while, go. Like not tomorrow, not next week. Like now, if you can, look up times in your area and just go to confession. Get that relationship right with the Lord. Then go to Mass and receive the Eucharist and be empowered by Him. Be fed by God Himself with His body, blood, soul, and divinity. And then take that time for prayer to ask the Lord, what do you desire me to do? Because, Lord, I only want to do what you want me to do because I know that you are good. And I know that with you, I will find happiness because you promised life and you promised life to the full. So as you take this new year, keep the end in mind. Commit to growing in holiness. I promise you it's the greatest adventure you will ever take. And we don't have to be afraid because as Thomas Merton said, We never have to fear, for you are ever with me, and you will never leave me to face my perils alone. So friends, thank you very much for taking this time for a special bonus episode in which I make up for my own deficiencies and not letting you know that we wouldn't be having an episode this week. I hope and pray that this finds you all well in this beautiful new year. May you always be keeping the end in mind.